Welcome to the latest edition of the Progress with Unity podcast, and we're sat around the table this evening in Beach Hill Bookcycle, our usual haunt, on a Wednesday evening. Uh, anybody who wishes to join us any time, please feel free to come along. We're very warm and welcome. Uh, we Dan, who I've got to my left. Hello. And we're warm and welcoming. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, of course we are. Of, of course. course. And Gareth, how, how are you tonight, Gareth? Always warm and welcoming me. Always. always. And with your bag of Uncle Joe's, always bring that with you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And added Winter incentive. Are they Winter Nips tonight? Oh, no, uh, the herbal cough drops. Oh, uh, uh, And we've got Rob. How yeah. are you doing? Not too bad at all. No. Pretty, pretty pleased. Pretty pleased. Yeah. And Greg? Yeah, I've had an afternoon in the company of Roberto, so obviously I'm very rosy oh. and happy and think everything's positive. Right, so you might have some secrets to tell us later on. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, a message out to Paul, who's not here this evening. He's uh, in a sick bed. He's been ill. He's not even been to work. And he phoned me up earlier on, begging to... It's usually you, Rob, isn't it, sick note? You're a sick note. You've been off three times now with being ill. Not twice, I think it is. Oh no, the other time you had to go shopping with Mrs. Didn't you? I forgot about that one. Oh no, oh, you're in it. Oh no, 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 how good was was Saturday? Sunday even? How good was Sunday? <laughs> it was that good, I can't even remember what day it was. It was brilliant. I was there. Greg was there. Was yeah. there. Yes, I scraped a few bob together. Bob was there. Dan wasn't there. I was in my front living room. And Gareth wasn't there, because he's not interested in FA Cup, Gareth. Well, to be honest, <laughs> he is now. <laughs> I've been sitting here week in, week out, saying it's a sideshow. It's becoming, well, it's becoming interesting now, isn't it? It is. Well, it at is. the very least. Hey, no, you've done it. You can't come to Wembley now. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> One of the biggest points of the game for me, or the biggest pluses of that day, I don't know if you noticed this, because it might have all gone by the time you got there, was on the way out from the ground, there was a guy with a big box full of pies selling them off dead cheap. Yeah, I, I, I walked past him. Yeah. You didn't see him? Although, I wouldn't have got one, because the one I had at the time, or was it before kick I can't remember, it was absolutely abysmal, so no. Oh, no, 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 no. Pie news on Progressive Unity. I had a bolty yeah. one, though, and all the, it was flaky. Oh, no, no. He was a big lad, him, as well. He was a big lad. A big, sort of stupid block with a... He had one of them things in his arm. He wasn't what, wearing the big biceps. No, he weren't, he weren't wearing them big orange jackets. He oh, he just like had like an armband. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of those big bruiser. Yeah. One of those things that they were when they're training dogs. Yeah. I thought it was a brilliant day. Um, from setting off to get, get in there and then parking. I, I, driving into into Woodersfield, um, I went my window down and shouted to a, a car. Anywhere to park, mate, and he said, Follow me. And he was an Huddersfield fan, flat moors. It was brilliant. And we had the crack walking up to the ground with them. They looked after us. We got in. I thought the stewarding and the police were fantastic, very friendly. The game itself was brilliant. The Lassics fans behaved themselves and, and created a tremendous atmosphere. And uh, I, I thought there were some standout performances as well. And I know people are raving about Callum McManaman, but you know, for me, without a doubt, Fraser Fiver, that lad I thought was amazing. Amazing. Didn't do anything, but he was so mature, like a seasoned pro. He reminded me of a very young Paul Scholes. He was brilliant. How old is he? 18? Uh, 19. Nine, well, I'm sorry about that, yeah. Nineteen. You heard it here first, the Scottish Paul Scholes. The Scottish Paul Scholes, yeah. So, um, 
that's what I wanted to, to mention. Although I did want to mention, I was going a little bit irate the week before about what Roberto had said in the press. and I, But it turns out it was all kidology, weren't it? It was his clever disguise to uh, put Huddersfield off. Um, oh, I love this tactic with Callum McManaman, though, did you? I watched the ITV yeah, when I got in. He <laughs> didn't tell him he was playing. He told him he weren't. And he went uh, to bed upset, he went said. To bed upset. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the fun and games of Wigan Athletic. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I was there, Rob was there. Greg was uh, I'm not watching it again. You two lads have definitely mm-hmm. watched it with the benefit of TV and you see more things. Yes. Uh, I'm buzzing about it. You two buzzing. Absolutely. One yeah. game from Wembley. They're buzzing about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. So, was it as good to watch on TV as it was at the ground? That's my question, Dan. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to put a dampener on this, but from where I was sat in my living room, Huddersfield were terrible. I have to get that out of the way. Yeah, well, they got hammered last night. Yeah. Evening, they? I think we did as much as we could with what was in front of us. You're right, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they play well, but yeah. you can only do what's in front of you, and I thought we did a good job. Right, we'll just draw a line under that now and move back onto the... Yeah. Positive. Positive. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> what did you think of McManaman, uh, Gareth? What do you think of his performance? Excellent, actually. Certainly the first half down the left-hand side, he did some really good work early on, didn't he? Um, scored the goal. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't just the goal, they created a couple of other chances and some dangerous crosses as well. I thought he did very well indeed. Set Cordy's offside goal up as well, didn't he? Yeah. He, he did, he did. That's, that's very did it look offside to me from where I was still at the other end of the ground? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I was going to say, was yeah. it was offside. I've yeah. seen it. It was, but, it was offside. but, but to, be, to be fair, there were four men on the line, and a split second later, all those four men were playing him onside. So. It was well, a hard score against, so it's nice to get one or two for you. Yeah. That's oh. his second now as well, isn't it? His second off, offside goal of the season. Brilliant. Long way to continue. Yeah. He's on eight, And he got two goals. Two goals for number two. He was, it was so necessary for him to play in that game to shit that rusting and softening, weren't it? It's so necessary. Mm. It's brilliant. And, uh, I mean, again, I, I didn't really notice it being at the game, but there was a, a bit of outcry from the Oldsfield fans that I've noticed reading some things about the referee favouring us with some of the free kicks and challenges, I don't yes. know if that came across on TV. It kind of does, but when you dominate a game, dominating a game, such as we were, you, you tend to get the decisions, mm. don't you? I yeah. thought we got a lot of 50-50s, I'll be honest. I thought the same at Macclesfield, and I, I, I think it's to do with this, I do think the referee psychologically yeah. sometimes yeah. just yeah. swear, you know, whether it's because our fans were so vocal, you know, they got them in their ear all the time I don't know but yeah I, c- I can see where they're coming from with that no big decisions as such it's the big club thing again isn't it the bigger club yeah the bigger yeah. that's great isn't it we're the bigger club yeah, yeah. Right. We're the bigger. although I mean it was Michael Oliver the referee weren't it he's, uh, I do like Michael Oliver if I mean he didn't, do, I didn't do a bad job yeah, I just thought good ref. he's yeah. a good ref a young ref good one of the better young ones uh, yeah good support as well from, from the fans was it come across on the TV oh yeah absolutely oh, I yeah. don't know if it's Very just much. Yeah. I don't know if it's just that they mic'd up the wicked fans, but yeah. they were pretty boisterous, yeah. Well, we made a racket. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. It was brilliant. And there's, there's a little bit of uh, worry about, is it going to affect us, you know, if we get to Wembley, is it going to affect us in the league? Or well, just a couple of things. The last club to reach an FA Cup final and be relegated, any, any idea who that were? Have you just seen it? The, no, the it's FA it's Cup final. The FA Cup final, the last club to reach an FA Cup final and get relegated. It's not Portsmouth. I know Middlesbrough came close. I don't know if that was the season they went. Manchester United? I can't think. It was Portsmouth, weren't it? (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh. I've got written that down here. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one before Well, the one before Portsmouth. Middlesbrough? No, it was Brighton in was 1982. Oh. Well, did Middlesbrough, was that not the season Middlesbrough got relegated? No, obviously not. Was no, it? no, no. When, when Chelsea beat them 1-0. Yeah, I think when they beat Chesterfield in the semis. Yeah. It, it was an excellent game. Yeah. Yeah. Was Portsmouth playing in Europe then in the Championship? Yeah. I don't did know. They? Yeah, they went down that year, didn't they? The, the Chelsea beating them in the Cup. They didn't go down in the season, they won the FA Cup, didn't they? Portsmouth. They, it was the season after, Yeah, right? yeah. So it, it would have been... So it would have been Brighton. Yeah. I was yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, I was right. So, you're laughing at me, and I was right. Trust so, yeah, instincts. 1982-83 season, and they drew 2-2 with United, and then lost replay 4-0. Um, I don't know if you remember, a guy called Roger Osborne scored for... Uh, Right. No, I'm just talking out my backside here. Just forget all that. He, he scored for Ipswich, nothing to do with <laughs> I, I think I saw him on that uh, MTV show. Yeah, totally. That's Ozzy Osbourne, that. Oh, his stats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my stats are shit. <laughs> yeah, Brighton, 1982-83. Uh, Jimmy Miller was, was the manager of Brighton and he was a bit of a, a, a character. The, the, club, the last club before them to reach an FA Cup final get relegated. 1969, Leicester City. So it's not a regular occurrence, it's not something, you know, it's sometimes spouted out that, you know, you do this and end up getting relegated, it's, it, but it's not that sort of occurrence. What about the Carlin Cup? Birmingham. It's different the Carlin Cup because the Carlin Cup final's in February and, and, and if you can go, I think if you go to a cup final and you have the devastation of losing it, that's when it implodes you on, on your season because you're so down about it. There's a big difference. I, I think, think I think this recent format is probably going to be a more difficult one to to have because you mentioned Portsmouth there when they got to the cup final I'm right in thinking that it was after the league had finished anyway whereas this year the last few years it's changed, it's changed. It's the week before yeah. you know if we've got a cup a cup final then we've got who's the second last game well, we'll have to rearrange the City game which we'll have to do oh, anyway we play Arsenal in FA Cup yeah, final yeah Arsenal and um, I forgot who it was. Uh, Swansea. So them are the three teams that City away, Swansea at home, Arsenal away. The three games that would have to be rearranged. But the, the, the thing is, though, you've got an FA Cup final one week, then we've got a trip to the Emirates say, on the Wednesday. Yeah. And then the, the last game of the, the season. The last game season. If we're still fighting for it, then yeah. he's going to yeah. be trouble. Yeah. But you know, can I can I before you all get giddy and excited? Yeah, bring I know. You are right. You are right. You are right. We're, we're getting carried away. We're you are getting away. well carried away. Yeah. We've got a small matter of maybe Oldham or Everton, and then and yeah. then we may be out of it. And then there's another game after that yeah. before when I was so, I was more poking yeah. a bit. But I'm not saying we're ever. I don't think. And as I keep saying, we've got a slightly more important game on Saturday, in my yeah. opinion. Nine. Yeah, we have. We have, but the thing is, <laughs> even if we'd have lost against Huddersfield, we'd still have to have that Man City game rearranged because they were going to be playing that weekend. Ah, yeah. So that still would have been affected by that. So, so it's a free weekend anyway, isn't it? So, yeah, might yeah. as well play on it. Might as well go up to Goodison Park or Boundary Park and stuff the shite out of them. <laughs> Let's, let's get to Wembley. Let's get to Wembley. Alright, yeah, so good, enjoyable, enjoyable. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. Fantastic. It's good, to, yeah. good to give someone a hammer in for a change, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying, there was pretty poor Huddersfield, uh, but far like there was steady performances all around on a poor pitch as well. On a poor pitch. Mm. I mean, it was really bad that pitch, and we, we carried on passing it. We didn't have much trouble, so I thought, yeah, it was. Uh, 
decent performance. I know he fastled Goldberg. Yeah, he, when he when he chased that ball with that with the striker, I don't know who the striker who he kept falling. Yeah, that was brilliant, wasn't it? And he yeah, he just he took did, pissed in yeah. it. He was like, wow, where's that come from? Yeah, he's so who was a standout player? Who do you think standout players for Dan and Gareth on TV? James MacArthur. James MacArthur. Mm-hmm. James MacArthur. Yes. The, the guys we've mentioned already are in a goal, obviously two goals, and as you said, Fraser Five played well, but I think James MacArthur and also. Callum McManaman. Yeah. I thought with James as well, I thought he had like a kind of captain performance. I know he wasn't the captain, uh, Figueroa was, but I thought he really took control, took the, that midfield by the scruff of its neck, looked after Fraser Five, he created a lot of chances, mm. and I thought it was a very mature performance for him. Because you've got to remember, he's still, what is he, 24? Yeah. He's still not, mm. you know, he's still quite a young player, especially in terms of the Premier League. Mm. Very brave yeah. to him, may I say, because yeah. he got a real knock in the face. No, he did, you're right, yeah. We've well, seen his picture of it, it's pretty uh, nice here, isn't it? Yeah. Going back as well on Callum McManaman, who I thought was a standout player, um, just I, I just thought he ran the show. Uh, the right back he was up against, um, I don't know a great deal about him, but I am told that he's a very, very highly rated right back in that division, and that he will be playing in the Premier League in the next few years. So it's not it's not a case of oh he was only against Championship opposition. He was against good Championship opposition. And you know, let's have it right. A lot of Plastic fans have questioned Callum McManaman's ability. They've said oh, we think the Championship's the right division for him. He proved he tore he tore that defence apart. You know, he's I thought I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's definitely put his out in the ring for this for this Saturday. Right? Do you think? Here, yeah, here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think he has? I'd be yeah. surprised if he started on Saturday. No, I'd be surprised if he started, but I think he's got. You know, yeah. he, usually, he usually gets a is it five minute cameo at the end of the oh, game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's certainly pushing. He's pushing that for that starting eleven. Definitely, that's what, for sure. What it does, it I think it, it pushes the players who's in the exactly, spot at the yeah. moment. That's what they need. Isn't yeah, it? if one of them's having a poor game, they'll rope him off. Man, if he knows he's got yeah. a, a, a player who's got a big confidence on the bench, he'll rope him off and stick him on. I tell you what surprised me on, on Sunday though when he brought Maloney on at the time he brought him on. Yes, he might just want to keep him ticking over, give him you know, give him a few. Few minutes. Well, they give him what? 50, was it fifteen, twenty minutes? Come on, of fifty-three, I think. Was it? It was just after. Was it just after the, the second? It was two-nil up. We were two-nil up when he started to warm Sean yeah. Maloney up. But by the time he came on, we were actually three. Yeah, he was. Yeah, 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 he was stripped off and ready to come on yeah. by before it, before we scored. But yeah. I, I think he just wanted to give him a bit of a run out. Who did he come on? Was it off? Was it Rod? I think it showed that we've got competition for places as well Sunday. I think there's quite a few of them on the periphery of the squad what put good performances in, like Sir Golliver, like I mentioned Farvey. You know, there was a few good performances, wasn't there, McManaman. So like I say, that's good for the rest of the remaining Premier League games. Well, there's a very good article in the local paper today, I don't know who wrote it, but it was saying <laughs> that, um, that Roberto um, was saying that every single shirt is up for grabs. That's 1-11, to 11. so um, you can see why he's saying that, and like yeah. you said, it'll push all the other players. It was uh, well, very well written, that. Yeah, there's no grammatical errors at all. <laughs> no one wants to know. I'm always the time I get back out and I go home and edit it, so... <laughs> yeah. Right, so Huddersfield uh, done to death, and uh, we're moving on. Looking forward to the next round, obviously. Are we going to go? Are you going to go to Everton? It's going to start getting expensive now, isn't it? Because if it, if, if it is, a, I mean, I hope it's all for, for more than one reason, um, financially, because I think they'll be about 20 quid rather than yeah. 40 quid. Well, I just spoke to my Evertonian mate uh, about a couple of hours ago, and he was saying it's 25 quid for the Oldham game, and he reckons that there'll be cheap tickets again. When oh, they play like us, that. he reckons it'll be 25 quid again. Yeah. So, That's hopefully, cheap. fingers crossed, I mean, that'd be decent, that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be all right. And we have to get more tickets than normal too, don't we? Get a larger percentage in the yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, I think we get up to four thousand. Be a good day like that. Be a good day. Would you be tempted, Gareth? Very much so. Yes. Uh, oh, been... Although I seem to remember the last time I went to Everton in the Lower Bullings, it wasn't very good in there at all. No. I went on, I went on Boxing Day. And it was a, it was a terrible view. What I had on the right yeah. in the corner. It was horrible. <laughs> I've only been to Everton once. I had a good view. I was sort of, for, you know, online with the eighteen-year-old oh, box yeah. in the Lower Bullings. It was actually. Uh, decent view. Uh, I was I, I, I was online with um, where um, Maloney got done though and didn't get a penalty, so I was in a good view to see yeah. that. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're going to Boundary Park, so it don't really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boundary Park. We'd do that. It's bloody cold. Well, no, but we'd do them. You can tell we'd do them proper. We'd show them with the real latics that one way. You know what? got there. I'm looking Crofty in the paper into saying, "Oh, I want to play. I want to play against Wigan." Because mm. from Wigan, isn't yeah, it? Oh, yeah, he's a Wigan yeah. village, isn't he? Yeah, all his family are six fans. I want to play Wigan because I think we can beat him. Yeah, right, okay. Right, anyway, that's uh, that's the cup. So, like we're saying, we've got a, a big game this weekend. Talking about Reading, and uh, funnily enough, joining us uh, all the way from sunny Reading is Josh Aspinall. How are you doing, Josh? Hello, mate. I'm not too bad yourselves. Yeah, doing fine. We're, we're doing fine. We're just talking about the game on Saturday and. Uh, Looking forward to it. It's a massive game, would you agree? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you, you look at the scale of it. I mean, um, it's 19th against 18th. You can't get any really more basement battle than that, can you? It's going to be, it's really will define our seasons. It is going to be a big game for us. Yeah, and uh, of course, you're three, you've got three points on us at the moment, haven't you? So, I, th- I suppose... Two points on us, yeah, I'm just being told. You've got two points on us, not three. Uh, so it's it's a bigger game for us in many respects, because uh, even a dr- if you get a draw, it's not too bad. We desperately need the win. We desperately need it. Yeah, yeah, it's, well, it's like with us and Villa. Like, well, we're, I, I believe we're one point off Villa, so really you could say that um, a point would be good for us, but really we need to be looking for three points. You know, a- anywhere at home, like we've got so many crucial games coming up at home. Uh, this season, I mean, yourselves, Villa, Southampton, QPR—they really will define our season, and we do need wins from uh, probably three of that four. So, as as much as a draw would be decent for us on the scale of things and keeping our gap, I mean, uh, we need really those three points to get get close to Villa. Yeah, and you finish off uh, with uh, West Ham away, don't you? Last game of the season. Yeah. That's going to be a big one. I mean, I, I don't even know if West Ham are out of it, to be honest. I mean, they're not on the best run of form at the moment. Um, I know I know they've got some hard games coming up, and they're only, I believe, on about 29, 30 points. So, trust me, if there's, it's not hard for them to get sucked in. So, that could be a, a bit bit more bigger at the time than what it is at the moment. Yeah, well, West Ham are actually on 27 points, and also the crap. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... Get them in, drag them down, and I think Norwich as well. Norwich, uh, uh, we play Norwich, and I know you've got Norwich to play as well, haven't you? Yeah, we've got them at Carrow Road soon. Yeah, when they came to the Madaiski, it was nil nil. But they, I, I still don't think they're a special side. They're just uh, just good build of Championship players in my way. You could argue that about us, but I mean they don't strike them as anything special. So, like I said, even Norwich and even Fulham on the scale of things you know they could even get dragged into it so at the moment it looks like a four horse race but come a few games it could it could stretch out to a few more teams so, so uh, personally I think it's um, I think it's three teams battling for two 
to two spots at the moment. I don't think it's as open as we'd all like it to be. <laughs> That's why I think this game's a bit a bit more crucial. Uh, down at Reading, though, who, who have you targeted at Latics? Who have you seen at Wigan who you think could be your main threats at the weekend? I do like Bozer's yours. Um, when I'd interview with yourselves last time, and I was a massive fan of Bozer's yours, and I mean, uh, you may beg to differ, but whenever I've uh, watched him play, especially against us, I think two of your three goals were crosses from the left. Like, I haven't yet seen him put in a bad delivery. I mean, some of his deliveries I've seen this season have been absolutely superb, so he's, he's going to be one of that left-hand side, and we do struggle with crosses. We've been, I believe we are the... The only t- well, we've conceded the most goals from crosses this season. So if he's if he's on form with his uh, left foot, then I can it can definitely cause a few problems for us come Saturday. Uh, Josh uh, Adam Lafondre, he's not been starting many games, has he? But he's been sticking them in, and he's really hot. Uh, do you expect him to start this weekend? And do you expect he's going to start starting in the eleven uh, going forward to the end of the season? Um, to be honest, mate, no. <laughs> I honestly can't see him. I, I would be surprised if he started from now to the rest uh, till the end of the season, only if it became desperate. For the fact that now we've kind of gone to a more solid four-five-one system, he, he's never—he's not got the physique really to play on his own. He's—he's he's about only about five foot nine, and you don't—you can't really play someone of that size on his own and start games. I mean, he's coming up with the goods from the bench and I think that's what really his role has been and will be I think he accepts that and I mean we've got uh, the big lad for Grebignac he's uh, about 6'2 and he just uh, leads the line in that like that just sticking one man up top so he does most of the work up top and then you bring the Fonger on presuming we're still in the game to come on and get us a goal so to be honest I, doubt, I highly doubt it will start Saturday unless we go back to four four two. but I, no one plays for four two in this division anymore, so I doubt. I honestly doubt it'll start this Saturday. Yeah, uh, Josh, hi, Dan here, big fan. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I read that you recently went to Dubai for a warm weather training camp. How did that go? Um, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I think. I think the main reason behind it, really, to be honest, was um, the turf back in Bar- over in Berkshire wasn't the best. It wasn't being too friendly to us, so I think it just gave him a chance to go over and train properly without any real disruptions. To be honest, I mean, it's all it's good for team bonding as well, but it's it was mainly just to get good good turf, bit of good weather for a change. Mm. So that was really the main reasons behind it. Was there any repercussions from the fans? I mean, our lads went off to Tenerife last week and uh, with a, they ended up getting a bit of stick off, off <coughs> one or two of our supporters, you know, on Twitter and what have you. No, we didn't really get, it didn't really get much public, publicity, to be honest. It was only at the last minute that fans, well, fans really knew. They kept it on the quiet. I don't know if there was any reasons behind that, but what did they, what, did, what weren't your fans happy about? What's, I, I don't see the problem with it personally, but what, what were they, some of them saying? Uh, they were doing bombs in the uh, in the pool, you know, and that sort of thing. And there oh, were p- pictures, <laughs> pictures of people farting in lifts. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> it looked like a bit of a jolly, to be honest. Well, I mean, we know it weren't a jolly, but it, it did give that sort of impression for a while. And uh, ended up with Gary Carwell, our club skipper, coming out and saying, you know, trying to reassure everybody that there was nothing untoward going on. And it was all looking hard. It was it was quite funny, really, weren't it? Yeah. But but we have one or two irate supporters up here, and, and uh, uh, I swear that's really? going to define our season. Now. 
farting in the lift. Farting <laughs> <laughs> in the lift. There was a great picture on Twitter of about five of them in a lift, and they all had the jumpers over their heads because somebody had let one off, and it must have stunk. But hopefully not going down. No, it was going up. It was going. That's a good yes. one, that Dan. That's a good one. I'd like to ask about your uh, your late goals, actually, because I've been doing a little bit of research, and in your last five games, you seem to manage to score very late goals. Is this a ploy, or is it just because of Adam Lafondre? <laughs> he is probably the main reason behind it. Funnily enough, um, I think it was after the Newcastle game. McDermott um, said he's, he's made a very good point, and he said the best the what he, from what he's learned, the best thing he's learned from uh, coming in this, into this division is that you've always got to stay in games. Um, and I do agree with him, you know, because when we were playing four four two, we were just we were getting done over by half time. You know, it, it's three or four goals by half time and there's no point you know what you've got to play for in the second half but like you said if you stay in the game you stay into that game till that final you know 10-15 minutes you've got a chance and if you've got someone like Adam LaFondria on the bench who does come off he can score goals you know give him half a chance he'll do that and like Newcastle was probably the best example of that you know we're 1-0 down we're under quite a bit of pressure in that first half but we kept it at 1-0 you know, we kept it at one nil. We kept, we got it to about twenty minutes to go. Brought the Fonzie on, and he gets a goal. You know, it's one all, and uh, you know the, the wins in ourselves. You know, and it, he, he scores another, and then from one nil down at half time, you know, with them on top, us to come back. I mean, like Brian says, you've just got to stay in games in this league. You can't be out of them by half time and be getting battered by the big teams. So the main thing is we stay, stay in the games, and that's what. Our late goals have come from really, and obviously having someone like Lafonja is that does help with those late goals with his sort of poaching ability. And a bit of luck as well. Uh, as going back to one of the Lafonja ones where Akpan tried to smash it and he completely <laughs> scuffed it and it fell to Lafonja six or oh, eight yards out. So you had a oh, bit of yeah, rubber and green a couple lucky, of times, yeah. didn't you? It was lucky, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, you've got to be in those positions. You have, yeah, mate. You need that luck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we all get it, don't we? Yeah. yeah, it's cracking finish. Yeah. Josh, who's going down? Mm. Oh, that is the question. Um, I, I agree with you that I think QPR, they're dead and buried. I mean, um, I still see Clint Hill and um, Sean Derry on their team sheet every week, so I wouldn't give them <laughs> a chance, to be honest. So, I, I can't see Harry working his miracles there, to be honest. Um, uh, I, I, don't, I don't like to call it. I mean... You can say us, you can say us if you want. You can say us if you want, we'll not be offended. No, you can no, say no, yourselves no. if you want. <laughs> I was asking Barry this the other day and he, he, he wouldn't say, when <laughs> he's out of arts, he still wouldn't tell me. Um, but uh, it's, it's hard to say. I, it will, A lot of it will depend on our games coming up. But in, in all fairness, I think you've probably got an easier run mm. than ourselves and Villa. So... And I would like to say you or Villa, but I can see that last, your last game of the season when you play Villa at the DWR, I can see that being a crucial game where one of you stays up, one of you goes down. So I that possibly will want. I yeah. like I said, heart and head are telling me different things. If I was to go heart, obviously I'd say we stay up. But if to go ahead, it's going to be hard. I mean, it all depends on those four games I mentioned earlier: Southampton, QPR, yourselves, and Villa at home. Yeah. You know, yeah. if we win all four, I think we've got a great chance. If we win three of the four, I'm confident. But say if we only get six points from that, you know, then I don't know. It all depends on those those games, to be honest. But 
I suppose oh, worst, case, right worst case scenario for yourselves would be us and Villa just need a point on that day to stop all. Uh-huh. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, this time last season, we had 12 games to go. As the first two of them, 12, we uh, we drew against Villa, and then we, we was absolutely awful against Swansea and, and got done, and we was awful in our uh, out. And then we went on a magnificent run, so you, you can't tell. You can't tell. No. No. Anyway, have you, have you got a prediction for us for Saturday? Oh, I hate predictions as well. Um, again, it's going to be one of those heart and head situations. Um... I'll let heart rule over me this time. I'm going to go for a very narrow 2-1 win, a late one as well. Cheers. Um, <laughs> I don't know, it's going to be tight. It's going to be, because I, I, like when we played at the DW, that was when talk about late shows, that was unreal. Um, but I don't know, I think we might just scratch it. Maybe our home form at the moment's good. We're, we're, we're gradually improving. I think we're going to, we've been a bit inconsistent. I mean, like, You've come up with some cracking results, like 2-0 down at Stoke and come back to 2-2 with their own ball. I mean, that was a, I thought that was an absolute cracking result for yourselves, yeah. you know, to come from 2-0 down. But it'll be a tough game, but part of me telling, part of me telling me we might just sneak it, maybe. Right, well, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> oh, we will. <laughs> but a draw's no good to either of us, so it should, be, it should yeah. make it a very interesting and exciting game. Oh, we're right, that very yeah. open game, yeah. Right. Anyway, Josh, thank you very much for joining us this evening, and it's been lovely talking to you. And I hope we can uh, rekindle this next year, still in the Premier League for both of us. Oh, I hope so, yeah, Yeah. so do I. (laughs) Right, okay. See you later. Cheers. See ya. Cheers. Right, yeah, so that was Josh, uh, one of the biscuit men, or the Royals, as as the I know. They used to be called the biscuit men, Dan, did you? Oh, yeah, so this Saturday, it's going to be the biscuit men versus the pie men. The biscuit men versus the pie men. Huntley and Palmer versus uh, Pooldies. Yeah. Pre- <laughs> to be honest, I prefer biscuits. Do you? Yeah, I've oh. never been a big pie eater. It depends oh. what biscuit it is, though, really. Not really overly big on biscuits. Huntley and Palmer, what do they make? Are they, those sports biscuits, you remember those sports biscuits? There was, they used to have like a tennis player on and a football player. Oh, the malt ones. Yeah. yeah. That were malted milk. They were like a malted milk. Well, yeah. I've got cow on. Cow eating grass, but they we had yeah. sports players on, didn't they? What about Choco yeah. Leibniz? Leibniz, they're epic. They're epic. I'm just going to say that. I think they're German, aren't they, Dan? Oh. Do they have a coffee Leibniz. cup on them? There's more chocolate than biscuit. They're about three quarters of a centimetre in heart. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'm trying to describe it for the listeners here. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the belters buy them. Yeah, they like disappointed. Right. It's a bit like uh, rich tea with thick chocolate on Yeah, there. mega yeah. thick chocolate. Oh, rich tea. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen those, yeah. Are they round? Like no, they're, no they're, they're, they're rectangular. Rectangular. Uh, Have they got the edges? Crimped edges? No, they're a smooth edge. I don't know, you can get ones with crimped edges though. Yeah, and they have like a coffee cup on, on, on the, the packet, don't they? 
with uh, Ultra it, Ripley's it's a blue, It's a blue packet. Oh, Gareth Sassy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Right, okay. Forget the biscuits. That's it, you mentioned Reddit and we're talking about biscuits. Nice cup of tea and a sit down. We're away. Anyway, so we're all. You can tell we're happy with this cup run, can't you? Because we're doing, we've got this crucial game on Saturday and we're just not bothered. We're not bothered at all. I am. Yeah, because yeah, you've got tickets, haven't you, Gareth? I have. I've so, got tickets, yeah. I'll start with you on this one then, if you want. Huh. Big game. Massive. Massive. Absolutely. Good home form, too, haven't they? They're a good side. They're a good side. They're going to be tough to beat. But, we need three points. We desperately need three points. Nothing else will do for us, in my opinion. Um, if they were to win, it'll put them on 26 points, five ahead of us. So we can't contemplate losing. We need to win. Damn. It's obvious. Would well, you agree? Yes, in part. I read a comment. That <laughs> I read a comment from a Reading fan. It was saying that it's still in their hands currently. Now. They feel a little bit comfortable, but if we defeat them on Saturday, the boot will be on the other foot then. We'll be the ones with it in our own hands to mix a few cliches there yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. at this stage of the season, it's in every single team's hands. There's no, I don't think you should be looking at the results. Every no. team has got their own fortune in their own hands, so I yeah. think that's, that applies for everyone, really. Even QPR at this stage, I don't think they're completely out of it. You always feel more confident, though, if you're just outside the relegation zone, don't you? Oh yeah, you don't want to be. In the, you, that's one place you don't want to be. With one game to go, and if even if you win, you, it might not even keep you safe. Mm. No. Yeah, unless you beat Sheffield United away, then we knew it would. <laughs> we did it then, didn't we? We knew that one. As you say, there's still 36 points to play for. So yeah, yeah, and uh, we've got how many have we got at the moment? 21. We've got 21, yes. Mm, in, so. Ma in March last year, we'd have thought it was, we'd have had to be relying on other results, and we didn't do it, but we just did it for our own back. So I think everyone's got it in their own hands at the moment. Mm. I think it would be a bad idea to look at the points total we've got. It's again that old cliche take it one game at a time because if you start thinking about, if you look at all the 12 games that we've got coming up and start planning out which games you want three points yeah. from, then it becomes far too much. You've just got to concentrate on your performance and the next game. And staying just above the relegation zone. Well, our, our next two league games are Reading and Liverpool. I mean, we was going to play City, but that's going to be rearranged uh, due to the cup. Oh, I'll mention it again, aren't I? <laughs> anyway, but yeah, Reading and Liverpool games we can get something out of, I think. And then after following them, Newcastle, Norwich, and QPR and Swansea, West Ham. That's not a bad little run at this stage of the season, is it? What do you think? I prefer United, Arsenal, and, uh, Would you? and Newcastle. Yeah. You, you know, we've got results off last year. We'll have to try and do all that again. I think it just depends what Wigan team turn out for all of these games. I'm yeah. not. I have no idea what's going to happen this season, so I'm just going to take each game as it comes and not write us off or think we're safe until we actually mm. are. Yeah, I really think it is pivotal this Saturday. Though I think mm. if we lose, I think we've, we've just going to give ourselves too much to do. So in that respect, it is a pivotal game. It looks, it, it will look so bleak if we lose on Saturday. To, I mean, if we're um, that fantastic article I was on a bit before mentions um, that if we lose, we're five points behind, and if we win, we're out of the well potentially out of the relegation zone. Given Villa don't get anything at Arsenal, so it's um, and QPR and Manchester United, so mm. it's um, mm. it's a uh, 
United play Madrid on uh, Wednesday though, don't they? So with them being twelve points out of the city, they might they might rest one or two players. That's my big worry with them because you've got such a big lead in in the Premier League. Yeah. Was the United game that? United. It's, yeah. Oh, you saw that. But look at the team they put out against Reading and how many changes they made this week. And that was some team that they brought. Well, no, no, yeah, it's not even yeah. matched their squad. Yeah. And Andes, so. Yeah. But whether they're going to have the fight because they're so far in front, that's, that's the, the worry. That yeah. keeps you ticking, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. There are the other teams, you know, the likes of Sunderland and Stoke and Fulham and teams like that who are in a relatively comfortable position, and they tend to sort of mm. course to the end of the season. So that happens at this time and later in the season, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it does. Well, I know what the form of the last six games are. Yeah. And in the last six games, they've lost two, drawn one, and won three. And as I said to the chat before, late goals. Well, they've, they've scored a. What's the word I'm looking for? Plethora. A plethora of late goals. Yeah. He mentioned the Newcastle game where they scored two late goals. Before that, they beat West Brom. They were losing 2 0. And they scored in 82 minutes, 88 minutes, and 90 minutes to win 3 and 2. How good must that be? Yeah. Well, well we've done it ourselves, haven't we, against Arsenal and, and the comeback against West Ham? We know what a lift a performance like that gives you. They were 2 0 down to Chelsea. And against them, yeah. They were 2 0 down to Chelsea. Oh, they brought Adam LaFondra yeah. on 80, 87 minutes and 90 minutes, two apiece. We'll yeah. have to watch. The last few minutes, we'll have to be yeah. we'll have to be on our guard. I think we're similar in that respect too, because I think obviously one of the things we whinge about is how good we play only when we go behind. So you know, I think both sides have got fight if the you know they, you know they, they don't give up as it were. Uh, so I think it's going to be one of these games that goes to to the whistle. I don't think I don't think any sides can be two or three nil up. I think it's going to be mm. very much a on your toes sort of game. And a, I'm not looking forward to sitting there on Saturday and biting my nails if we're winning 1-0 in the last 10 minutes because no. uh, the stats yeah. don't read quite nice with they're concerned if they're losing at home. We're going to look at the last game. Hopefully. Between us at the DW, we scored 93rd minute goals. That was a late goal in that, so like I say, yeah. you've got to... Got to play till that whistle is blown, haven't you? That was brilliant, that Reading game. I was, I, I, I was down south for it. I was at my mates in London, uh, and uh, we were all watching it, and they were all Everton, Liverpool and Bolton fans, and they were all doing quite crap. Uh, <laughs> and uh, anyway, we we all put a bit of money in for this accumulator and picked a team to win, and whoever's lost you know, had a, had to be a forfeit, and all them lot were losing, and Reading scored the equaliser, didn't they? And uh, they're all dancing in my face, you know, taking the piss, and then he comes up, Jordi Gomez, that trick, 93rd minute, I tell you what, and then the piss. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant stuff. But Reddit, the last game they lost at home was back in December, 17th of December, against Arsenal. They took a pace, then they lost 5 2 in the Premier League, but it's, it's, it's still quite a while, isn't it? And since then, the games they've lost, they've only lost by the odd goal. You know, they've not lost your 3-0s or your 3-1s, it's just been 2-1-1-0, so they've been, uh, they've done quite well. Against United on Monday, it was 2-1-1, one. I know that was in the cup, but, yeah, they've, uh, they've hit a, a, bit, a good bit of form, haven't they? Mm -hmm. The lad before, with what, did his, what was his name? Josh. I'm sorry, Josh, yeah. he said uh, the success has come from staying in games and dropping to 4-5-1 as opposed to playing 4-4-2 as they were earlier in the season. Yeah. When they were conceding goals, so keeping it tight, keeping it tighter, yeah. Keeping it tight. yeah. They have had that formation change, and if you remember, that's what I think that's what kept us up last year on that formation change. Uh, and we've had a bit of a, I think we've had a bit of a 
fiddle with the formation over the last few weeks, haven't we? You know, sometimes you know we've got two behind the striker, sometimes one behind the striker, so he's still tinkering with it a little bit. So yeah. I don't, I don't think we're completely predictable. Although I thought uh, Southampton would be very much worse off, weren't we? Well, he's a stat for you. Who was the first ever team to win in a league match at the Mineski Stadium? Wigan Athletic. Wigan Athletic. Yeah. Sure. Um, it was 1-0. Yes, it was 1-0, yeah. Um, McCulloch. No. What was Did the you clue it was a penalty? Uh, yeah, I think I went into it. No, 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 before, before yeah. that. Little. No, uh, what was the year? You can't give him away too much. 90, I think it was late 90s. It was just yeah. Carl Bradshaw. Carl Bradshaw, there we go. Carl Bradshaw. Yeah. Mr. Reliable when it came to that spot kit, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being at Latics once and uh, we got a penalty. And the old chap stood next to me and said, Brilliant, this fella's never missed a penalty. And uh, he put us over a bar. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're a good club, Reading, aren't they? Like a proud club. A bit like us, you know, like from humble beginnings, a small town. And you know, and, and a good owner really cares about the club and he's helped them. Yeah, and a nice so community. I've always, I've, always thought, I've always seen similarities yeah. between the two, really. Yeah, uh, Elm Park was like a like a Springfield Park type yeah. of place, mm. weren't it? And that, but they produced some good players down the years as well. Kerry Dixon started off at Reading and got a good ref to keep oh. going on proceedings. Oh, oh no, please no. He's not. He's been all right, I think, since uh, Jules left. We know we, when he, we've had him, we've never had any big talking yeah. points. I think his vendetta was with Paul Jules, not with the Athletic. Connor Samanoff, didn't he, at United? His last game. But I can see why he did that, you know. I know he's taken a lot of crap for that, but I can see why he did that, and I've spoken to United fan about it. Because Fergie told him to. No, but you look at it from the angle he was at, all you see is Connor Salmon's elbow go up and you think... It's his arm though, because he's feeling, for the, then, he's feeling for the yeah. defender. And he's not, he's not an back. elbow, no. it's, it's his arm coming out. I, can, I have no problems with him sending off. I'm not saying it's ridiculous because it went to red card, but I can see why he did it. And he's got to make a snap decision like that. And he's thought he's seen what he's seen after the game. Well, he rectified it. He should have had a word with his hands and all When we played him down here. I agree with you, probably, yeah. Probably, probably. But I just think in that situation, you've got a split second to make a decision on that. He orders, didn't he? That's why he didn't give that penalty. And most people listening to this as well. Oh, he does, Phil. Phil does listen. Are you on speaking terms with the best referee in the Premier League? He's an ex-finer as well. He was a pit man. Send us your address, we can send you some flowers. He's still not forgiving him, though. Oh, was he what's mild? Trent Mildy drinks. I, I don't <laughs> forget you, Phil. Man, isn't he? I, I don't forget that Arsenal game. Yeah. Should have given us free penalties and then give them one for night. It's not what he's talking. It turned out all right in the end, though. So mm. the worst one was the Blackburn game. Where when uh, awful, isn't it? when they're not fouling into it back at there. Yeah, you know, there's, there's, I think I think there's a goal that's allowed that shouldn't have been. There was goals allowed that shouldn't have been for both sides. Yeah. Scorco when they won't let Scorco back on the pitch at, at Ivory was it? Well, it was in oh, the Emirates. Yeah, anyway. We could go on and on, can't we, talking about our mate, Phil. Right, so anybody else want to mention anything about Saturday? I just think if if we win, I'm not, you know, obviously it's not set in stone, but I think it puts us in a really good position to put up a good fight and puts us in a bit of confidence. I'm, you know, it's obviously all wide open. We could still go down to the bottom if we win, but if we lose. We're stirring to the abyss, haven't we? We're going to need miracles again. A victory yeah, gives us. Oh, sorry, Vic. Vi- victory gives us the psychological edge over Reading as well because we would have beat them home and away. And I think other teams around us know we normally at form this time here as well. If there was such a thing as a six pointer, 
which there isn't, of course. No. This would be it. It's a must-win game. Thing is, I'm not saying do or die because so many people said that about Southampton. We played awful against them, straight to draw, and everyone's like, "Oh well, you know, we might as well just focus on the next game. That'll be a six-pointer as well." So, I think that game against Southampton took Southampton out of the equation, didn't it? Oh, you know, they should have won. The yeah, last three performances have been excellent, Southampton. Yeah. Yeah. That draw is looking a better result, <laughs> by the way. A, a, a lot of people are writing Southampton, including me, are writing them off and thinking they're going to stay up, so you never know, they're not. Yeah, because yeah. Blackburn were in that position last season, weren't they, and then they dropped into it. Yeah, they yeah. pulled away, didn't they, for a, for yeah. a spell, and then they got like Bolton did. Bolton yeah. had a little, after uh, Fabrice Moan was out attacking, they had a little split of form, didn't they? Because it was all the club pulled yeah. together for a while, but because yeah. it was so shit, they couldn't maintain it, and they ended up. Well, we know what happened with them. They imploded. Shit, won't they? Headlines. Just on a slight aside, look at Wolves. They're in the bottom three of the championship. Mm. Could you right. believe that? No, no. Pillar in it. Well, they've, like, they've lost the main two players, though, didn't they? They lost Fletcher and um, Jarvis. Yeah, two main players. Yeah. I hope they do all right. And Cartley. They lost Cartley as well. Yeah. Who's one of the Probably yeah. the third best player yeah. and replaced him with mm. rubbish. We lost Terry Connor as well, he was a great manager. <laughs> well, I think it all went wrong. See. They said they were planning for the future when they sacked Mick McCarthy, but it's just not the future they wanted, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope they do alright because they provided me with the funniest moment of the year last season. What was that? When in the eighth minute we're all uh, st- we're still clapping and they go <laughs> score, yes. they score, 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 it's Thank you for that. It was, so it was a good goal. And it was it was a cracking goal. Yeah. <laughs> didn't it? So yeah. Two birds with one stone. Yeah, before Jury didn't get after, he got a right yeah. to the ball. <laughs> I bet he was chucking it away to himself, though, wasn't he? I thought, oh, I'll put this in that. I'll kill this right keeper here. I think a lot of people predicted it before, but actually, because you know what's going to happen, yeah. don't you? And it bloody did. Yeah. I mean, there's a poster come out, they, they released it with the, the, the friendly programme, it's of the fixtures, and it showed in the background of this is that everyone clapping in that eighth minute, and you can see Wolves have got the ball, and you know where this is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant, though. No, but, but yeah. the, moment, the moment the ball went into the net, the claps turned to laughter. Yeah, did it, did it, you could hear it. Yeah, but it's, I hope we have another day like that last game of the season where it doesn't matter. You know, I'd take it if we had to win that game to stay up. I say that every year. And I'm going oh, to yeah, say you again. would. Oh, I would this minute yeah. in time, yeah, definitely. I'd snatch your hand off, to be honest. You would. So I'm one of you Latics fans as well who actually doesn't mind Villa. I quite like him. <laughs> so I'd like them to stay up for I remember Villa being the sexy team of the 80s, you know. When they had Peter Whiff playing for them and, and Gary Shaw, and Gary Shaw yeah. they won European Cup and they come down here for a League Cup game and it was a, a great night and, and they were a good side. But the, the, some of the loudest fans we've had at the DW, a lot of the big clubs seem to, you know, when they play teams like Wigan, they just shut up and they don't care. You know, it's only Wigan, but no, Villa fans, I've always got on with Villa fans, I know quite a few of them are <coughs> a good bunch. So. Does anyone remember the, when we played Villa in a friendly Nantes? Nah, Daly and Atkinson scored down here 1-0. I was a ball by that day. Oh, was you? Yeah, yeah I was. And then there was a ball by the week after in the Lancashire Cup against Preston and got pelted with all sorts <laughs> and didn't do it again. What about Preston fans? Yeah, it was in it Lancashire Cup, yeah. Oh. Got pelted with all sorts. What was it for, weren't you? Well, like coins and toilet rolls. You could pick them up and people from Oh, there was in it pennies. Buy a mouse yeah. bar. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. Toilet roll. Right, so it's been sort of a, a strange session. This, as I said, you know, we've been a little bit over the moon with the cup. 
we should, will beat. <laughs> we should be uh, a little bit despondent about league positions, but we're not bothered, are we, at the moment? Because we, we'll go I, I think we're trying to put it out of our minds. Wait for this Saturday. I've booked tickets yeah. to go on the coach down to Reading. Me and my son are going. And I'm absolutely dreading five o'clock and onwards Saturday. <laughs> We've lost, it's going to be a long journey. It's not our long journey coming back from London. I'll give you a good start though. Every time I seem to go down to London, we do well. Are you going? Uh, I'm hopefully going, uh, yeah. So I've, uh, I'm going to decide. I'm finding out on Friday if my mate can come down. If he can come down, we've got. Did you go when we play Jelling so. in playoffs? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we didn't do so well that day, though. Yeah. I was heartbroken that day. Yeah. Got robbed then. Yeah. Ball was over. In terms of lead though. Did you go when we played Chelsea? Which one? Uh, when we lost 8-0. We lost 8-0. No, I didn't go to that one. I went, yeah. to, I went to Arsenal last year when we won. Right. Uh, I went to uh, Spurs when we won. Last season? Uh, oh, this season. This season. Yeah. Uh, we're not, so we've been down to London and we've done all right. Um, just those two. No, there's <laughs> other times I've been to Fulham when we've won. So I, I, never, I never seem too despondent coming back. Been to Fulham when we've won? Ah, yeah, when were that? Or did we draw? No, we drew. Sorry, no, we drew. Well, we have won in Premier League down at Fulham. Yeah, I come out, I've seen us get mugged at Chelsea twice as well. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, so like I said, strange, strange episode tonight, isn't it? Strange episode, but uh, I've enjoyed it. Me too. Are we having a prediction? We are. See, that's so strange. I forgot all about that. <laughs> so, a strange episode tonight, but I think we'll finish off with a prediction. <laughs> I'm going to go first this week, and I'm going to say. No, I'm not. I'll go, I'll go last. I can't. No, I will. <laughs> it's like who wants to be a millionaire? I'm gonna go. Final answer. Yes. No. Yes. Two one. To Wigan. I'm gonna say yes. nothing. Yes. I'm gonna say nothing. You're gonna say nothing. What nil nil? I'm gonna say nothing. Right. You're not gonna predict. You're twisting my arm. Yeah. You know? Come on. Oh, jeez. It's <laughs> arbitrary, really, isn't it? Because I'm just going to be picking a go finger with, out of the rest of the earth. What do you think? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. 2 0 Wigan. I have no idea. 2 0 Wigan. Gareth? I'm going to confidently predict to win. We're going to beat them 3 1. Wow, I'll take that. 3 1. Call the hat trick. Mm. Rob? Yes, uh, I'm optimistic this week. So <laughs> we're going to say we're going to win 2 1. 2-1. Ah, it says 2-1, but 2-2 I think I'm going to go for. Yeah. I could be a high scoring draw. Right, so we're all quietly confident of getting something out of the game at least, aren't we? More hope than expectation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm never confident, I'm never unconfident watching Wigan Athletic. I just no. never know what to expect, no. so mm. I'll tell you at our time. <laughs> we should knock this prediction thing on head because we're never yeah. going to get it right. No. <laughs> oh, I see. You're right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right then. So let's see if we if it was So let's see for us jolly next week then when we're previewing the Liverpool game. So uh, it's a good night from me. And it's a good, good night, night from, from him. Us. Thank you. I like biscuits. That's what I like. I like biscuits. That's what I like. I like